Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Watch Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, the first day of July. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Covington. I'm in Covington. Out there out the Supernatural Highway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going out right. I-20 East. Yeah, buddy. And 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 Mr. Grill out there. And say shout out to uh, Angie and, and Big Jim Hancock. From, he's got bench warmers out there and yeah. lots of projects. Okay. Being, always. Oh yeah, always. Town Square. It's that dangerous. was you know what that was other than the Marietta Square, that was the only other town square I've been to here in Georgia. In the entire state. Really? And and like went and did some stuff there. Went to this shop, went to a restaurant here. Yeah. It was the only like I don't know, big time You've been town in square thing. I have been to no other where I've spent time. I've probably driven through them. Yeah. But I've never Spent time. most of them have one. Oh yeah, I just I just haven't I haven't been there. Been to you know different cities. I just haven't been to the town square. I think I was in maybe does Decatur have one? Technically Down, downtown Decatur. Well, I've been to downtown Decatur. I don't have a town square though. Well, the town square, but you got downtown. You got your government buildings and I got lost there a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 My way in Agnes yeah. Scott and right. was all kinds of Sam. Do you know on this day? On this day. On this yep. day. Zip codes. Now, this is a little, stay with me here, both of you guys. Zip codes were introduced for the U.S. mail. All right? Now, stay with me. Max, two. I didn't know that zip of the zip codes was an acronym. Did you know that? Like, we just all call it zip codes. Yeah. I didn't know it was an acronym. It was actually, zip actually stands for something. I will pay your rent if you can tell me what, you, <laughs> what it is. Because I had never heard this before. Never heard of Neither it. Neither you guys? ZIP stands for Zone Improvement Plan. What? I'm telling you, dude. I just read it. I just it was written right here. It must be true. <laughs> but it, yeah, ZIP for zip codes 
is an acronym, and it stands for Zone Improvement Plan. Had not heard. I, I Me mean, either. They don't give this show to chimps, you know. We're giving out information here. We're trying to educate the audience a little bit. And also helping out not just communities, but the world. Today was the day that it became official that SOS became the worldwide standard for help. Ah. You hit SOS, Mm -hmm. the stress signal, anywhere in the world. Okay. That happened on this day. And all the way back to 1908, that's when it became official. So we've been doing this for a minute. Yeah, we have. Right. Yeah, we have, yeah. There you go. Uh, your insignificant stuff on this Bobby Bonilla Day. And if y'all don't know why we're calling it that, you can go look it up. <laughs> it's just Bobby Bonilla Day around here. Terrell Thomas is going to join us coming up later on this hour, talk about this NBA movement and, by the way, what the Hawks did or didn't do in, in, in his mind. He follows his team. And uh, got a casting call later on. Going to talk to Dustin Long. NBC is taking over NASCAR. So we'll be talking to, him, talking to him about the Chicago race. But you and I have talked about this. Listen, we had weaseled our way, or at least tried to, yeah, led, led by me, to get up to this race this weekend. The inaugural street race up in Chicago. Obviously, it didn't happen. But I'm not feeling so bad about it, given what we've heard about the weather yeah. and the air quality, thanks to Canada. Uh, I'm kind of glad we're going to be watching this here. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be like the Fog Bowl. But it's still not going to be really clear. I mean, they're testing out some little lights on the back of the cars in case they, oh, man, they're, they're trying to they get Brake lights you're talking about? Well, just some lights so you can see the car in front of you for, okay. for, in case it rains and whatnot. They, um, they're making all those uh, precautions because they got to do something up there. You can't come back next week. You're blocking off all these That's major true. thoroughfares that in the street so of Chicago. True. It is costing a lot of money. To, and the folks in Chicago, I'm saying thank you very much. Uh, because they're having to block off some of the major oh. arteries of the city, part, sections of Michigan Avenue. Michigan Avenue, Lakeshore, man, right there. Uh, Lakeshore Drive. Uh, I don't know if I sent you that that email. If you, if you I couldn't it, open yeah. it, by the way. Really? But I it know where the open? track is. I could, it, might, it wouldn't open on mine. But let me just say something. If y'all know the movie The Fugitive, Harrison Ford, the end of the movie where he's finally, him and Tommy Lee Jones leave that hotel, that's the Congress Hotel. It used to be the Conrad Hilton. Okay. That's the finish line. Okay. Okay. That's that's not, that's not magnificent mile Michigan Avenue, but that's still high rent district. You're down there by the Orb and look not far from Buckingham Fountain. Yeah. That is just I I can't imagine what the permits were to shut that down. Because we talk about this little 14th and Peachtree Street when they filmed Wasp and Ant Man, and I know that was just under 500 grand a day to shut down this entire area and the collateral damage and effects it has when you close down these thoroughfares as far as businesses, emergency vehicles that, you know, can't come and go through that time. Chicago? Yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. They're saying the contract is like 46 pages. I can imagine. NASCAR and the city should go. 46-page <laughs> contract, man, of all the things that are done. And even this, we got to talk about with the tires, the different street surfaces, because the surface, the texture Mm-hmm. changes from different streets. It's like when you ride around here. It doesn't all feel the same. There's different types of asphalt, different compounds that are used. So, I mean, they haven't gone and just totally repaved all the streets. Oh, no. you got to be driving there. I mean, you know, if there are any patches, of them, they fill them they, in. they got nothing but patches. It's like, a, it's like a kid with freckles up there, man, because you got potholes because of that snow. That's the thing. It's going to be it's gonna be a little, little, little bumpy in some sections. <laughs> uh, and they talk about the uh, like the manhole covers. They don't have to worry about driving with manhole covers. You know, when they're driving on the track, you know, the place. So, 
some things that they haven't had to worry, worry about before they will be considered by here. A Bruce Willis thing when he pops up like in, in Die Hard yeah, through man, the manhole man, cover. Manhole cover, right? <laughs> so I mean, you got that, that, that's in play. You're going to ride right past that. But the fencing that has had to go up, some of the concrete barriers, and that's the thing about it, some the turns are going to be kind of narrow. You know, if you're going down Lakeshore, that's going to be wide. They're going to be able to get yeah. three wide and, uh, and, 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 and drag race to that, you know. But for the most part, it's going to be kind of narrow. And, you know, I think for the first few laps, they're going to line up and do whatever. And then the last few laps, it's going to turn into a race. You know, it's going to be whoever can get to corners and, and beat some people out. And, and that's just it. If you bump somebody, there's no going off into the kitty litter like if you're up at a regular road race course. Right. You know, go off into that dusty stuff. There's none of that going to be there. You're going to have a fence and a, a wall, and, and that's going to be it for your car. And that's just it. You're gonna, and you're going to stop the whole race because they're going to be coming in and get them. Yep. So there's yeah. no room to go around if something blocks things up. So it, it, those type things are going to go on. I mean, it's, it's trial and error. They're going to try and see the Xfinity Series cars are going to race there today. They're going to have an Xfinity Series race and the Cup Series race tomorrow. So both series are spectrum. Be checking but, that out later. But there's a lot going on. They're going to have music festival. It's a concert. It's, it's all kind of things going on. They give you a wristband, Greg. You get a wristband, and people have been, gotten that. If they've ordered their tickets ahead of time, they've sent them the wristband, and that is what they use. It's a wristband that you can download your, your credit card information onto mm-hmm. um, and, and get you around all the places, all of the, the venues within that area. Grant Park. Yep. Um, is where a lot of it's taking place. So it, it, it's it's interesting to see the setup and see the cars roll in, to see them bring the transporters, the big haulers with the, you know, got cars in back of them. That would be the thing I'd like to see, how they, they orchestrate that and bringing it all together for actual race day. Yeah. Them them big trucks coming through areas they that have, you don't what, normally what, see trucks. Well, that's just it. They can't stay there like they would. No, on the they they got to come in and drop the car off and then go park yeah. another place. Go down there and, to Soldiers Field and park. And they, put <laughs> up, and they put up an area where they can work on the car there, you know, and they got an area for that. But it's a cool layout the way they put it all together, and I can't, just can't wait to see it. And, you know, it'll, it'll be on later on today. Now, here's the question. Yep. Is it fair for a team owner to – do the green flag to start the race because there's an obvious person to start this inaugural race in Chicago. Yeah. He just happens to be a team owner. Are they going to suspend that and do I, it, or I, are they going to get get somebody else up there? I don't know who's who's doing who's doing that. I no, but you know yet. that there would be one person when it comes to Chicago. Most people would choose. Would choose, and that's I mean, Jordan. Yeah, and 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 his race team is being lauded. Obviously, Bubba Wallace has been everywhere. Um, you know, so, I mean, you've seen the Jordan brand and the 23, obviously, yeah, that's going to be something that people he still can't sell that house of his, you know, well, he sold his, he sold a con- another apartment, but, or condo, but his main house with the gate with the 23 on it, yeah. it's still sitting there. Really? Yeah. He ain't sold it since he left the team. Well, he probably got some folks hanging at that at night. That's just weekend though. He's probably, probably got some folk in at this weekend, but that's, um, what we, 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 we look, waiting to see something different as NASCAR. Just takes a foray to take their race to the people, just like mm-hmm. they did in L.A. We're going to take it to to the people. Uh, we're not going to have it at the place they used to race down in Joliet, at Chicago Land. Down um, by the jail there. Did that one? They, they got a short track where they, the trucks race last at Cicero. How far is Cicero? Okay, yeah, that's that's a whole another episode of Oprah. We're getting Cicero is right next to the town I grew up in, but it's it is an infamous area of Chicago. It's okay. where the mayor lived. Okay, it's where that dumb mayor. Was from Cicero there. Well, that's well, there's that's, that's a short track there that I think the truck. He's a sportsman. You know, 
No, sportsman. That, that's 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 the, that's that's the, the horse, I thought they were using that. racing. I had, yeah, that was no sportsman's wasn't harness. It was, but it was a racetrack, and I just thought maybe they had next to that. It maybe was probably a short is. track it probably there. Is. Yeah, a short track, and they had a, an event there for the truck series. But this is a time they're bringing the Cup cars back to Chicago, and and it's that part of the country. And I'm trying to think of what other cities may see this and say, hey, we want to give it a try. And I'm thinking Cleveland. I was just going to say Cleveland's probably one that'll try. I think it. Cleveland said, you know, because they got area right there on the lake. They've had IndyCar races there. I think there's an old landing strip uh, uh, airport right right there. And it's pretty cool because you're right there by the lake. You buy the two stadiums for baseball and football. I think the arena is there too. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm-hmm. are all in that area. To me, that would be kind of cool. So I'm I'm getting anxious to see who else will say, hey, NASCAR, are you you that in Chicago? Why don't you come check out our I town? Hope you got to gotta be flat, though. You got to be flat, though. Yeah. You yeah. can't have any heels. People say, well, can they do it here in Atlanta? Nope. We, we got <laughs> no, narrow, you're right. You're we right. got narrow streets and no. we got hills. You got hills. Can't will do not it. will not happen. It here. needs to be at United. It needs to be on a, some sort of grid. Yeah, I'll tell you something else that Chicago dealt with or had, as far as them getting this race. That probably it probably may have happened two years earlier, maybe five, but they got to deal with the unions there. Oh yeah, and that was you know when you talk about negotiating something that that big, up in that city. Yeah, there was there was some calls made. Oh, absolutely. And there was some there's some there's some envelopes left, you know, in certain places to make sure people are taken care of. Cicero, by the way, I went. Okay, the first st- suburb straight west of Chicago is where we moved to when I was a kid, and it's called Oak Park. Oak Park. Think of think of a square. Okay, just north. Excuse me, just south. Uh, Roosevelt Road is the border for Oak Park. And there are two towns connected. One is Berwyn, the other is Cicero. And then you start getting into actual Chicago if you keep going east. One of the things I remember seeing early on, um, as far as footage from Dr. Martin Luther King, when I was living in Chicago, was a statement that he made. And somebody asked him about all the places that he had been to and, and, and the trouble that he's run into. And... The, the things that have been thrown at them during these various marches, and I rem- never forget this. Dr. King said um, that he was never hit harder by bricks than in Cicero, Illinois. And you just wouldn't think that was like the one place I wouldn't think yeah. that would come out of his mouth, but he talked about that. And that was the thing about a lot of cities up north where it wasn't as prevalent, or at least the perception wasn't of it. wasn't done that way. It yeah, was, it, it, was, was more, it was more understood and institutionalized. And you, got, you yeah, cross certain streets, and it yeah. wasn't just black and white. It was all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, know, you had the Euro, those European countries that came here, and, and our t- Irish uh, brothers and sisters didn't cross this street because of this other country from Europe that they didn't like folks coming into. It's crazy. Um, but you know what? I always said this. When it comes to growing up there in February and in December, December, January, and February, when you have to go down and work those blue-collar jobs, yeah. it's too cold to be prejudiced. <laughs> you need that dude to be lifted and working with you. So that sort of got put off to the side during those cold months. But listen, we're looking forward to this. We're going to talk more about this race up there with Dustin Long coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Going to talk NBA movement next. Max is probably going to jump in here. But Terrell Thomas, who, by the way, I believe is traveling, and yet put some time aside for us to – coming here and talk about NBA and what's going yeah, on with does. free agency. Terrell Thomas going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. It's already July, folks. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. And and I don't know what time zone this man is in or if he's here in town. I thought he was going to be traveling. And if he is, this makes this visit even more special because <laughs> he's taking time out to call us. Yes. And and so as we say good morning to you, Terrell, are you here in town or are you, are you out uh, just enjoying this Saturday someplace else? We ain't going to put your business Good morning, good morning. And I, 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 I'm making my moves, as I was saying. Uh, <laughs> okay. To the, great, to, the, to the great state of Louisiana, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Down there getting some gator. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stay away from the gators, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what, what part are you going to? Uh, New Orleans for Essence oh, Festival. Oh, you're going to Essence Festival. Hey, hey now. <laughs> you, get your new, you got you some new clothes to go down there? No, you don't get no new clothes. Well, you can walk around New Orleans. You don't want Man, the same old Georgia so stuff. Hot. I know. Oh, my goodness. You get some new. You ever been to New Orleans this time of year? No, I ain't lost no bets. Yeah, this is uh, Okay. I got that, but that don't mean you still can't get some new clothes that are like lighter on you for this this visit. He gonna be no, look, I, at Essence I, Festival, he's gonna be looking smooth. He get himself some new Jordans probably with some <laughs> Anyway, that's just me. I've been I've been playing travel <laughs> travel agent this morning. You you you, you, you go you going to events or conferences or concerts, all of them. All of them, all of them. I'm gonna hit a few events. Um uh Definitely hit a few of the conferences, and then in the evening time, sit back, relax, and uh, cover some of the concerts. Well, as we bring you on here, Terrell, we have talked a little basketball this morning. Max has given his thoughts, and we've been talking about the overall league in and of itself. But let's start about right where we are here in Atlanta and the topic that you have been bringing up probably for the last couple of years talking about this Hawks team, and it finally happened this past week. John Collins, member of Utah now, and your thoughts on that move and what else has transpired since free agency um, is taking place. Well, first and foremost, I want to I want to wish John nothing but the best in Utah. Uh, since his rookie season here, he has been just, in my opinion, uh, an outstanding professional. Always a great guy to interview. A great locker room guy. I think he'll be deeply missed here in Atlanta. And I, I don't think Hawks fans really are going to realize how impactful John was on and off the court. Uh, until about the middle of the season. Now, we don't know what type of roster they're going to put together yet, so I'm not going to say that he's irreplaceable, um, but I wish him nothing but the best. And I was surprised. I was surprised to see him go to Utah. Uh, maybe Coach Quinn still had, you know, some relationships up there or something to that matter. Um, but I, I think he'll have some success with Donovan, uh, Donovan Mitchell, someone that Trey Young knows very well. So the same way that Mitchell was able to give Trey Young some advice about Coach Snyder, uh, maybe, you know, Trey Young will be able to give John Collins some advice about how to gel and play with Donovan. So uh, I wish him nothing but the best. But I was surprised on how it went down and what the Hawks received in exchange for John. Yep, and that's the thing. What does the, what does, what the, the team receive, Terrell? What does that tell you about what this team may, may do? Does it tip you in, you know, tip the hand in any type of way? Well, I don't. I, don't, I, I really don't know about that. I, um, I feel like we need so much. You know, um, to be respectful to what they're building and everything, I don't think that it it will really tip the roster or what we need in any way. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, I, I really don't know. I, I, I guess that you know, this, this seems to be more of a salary cap move, yeah, and to stay out of the out of the luxury tax and, and whatnot. But I think to really improve this team, and I know both of you gentlemen have spoken on this several times. When you look at the top five, I'll say, maybe top six teams in the NBA, 
they either, you know, exceed that luxury tax or they hover right around that. So if the goal is to bring a championship here, I don't know how we can keep kind of skimming the system and, and avoiding that luxury tax and thinking that we're going to actually, you know, be a championship contender. Um, but, I, you know, I, I was hoping that once we cleared up this cap space that maybe we would see the guys active on June 30th. And, you know, we haven't seen much of that yet. So the movement hasn't stopped. Who would you like to see or what type of player would you like to see land in Atlanta? Oh, that's a great question. You know, we've, we've, we've spoken several times on, on Trey Young. If we look at him as being Superman, then he needs a Batman. You know, he doesn't need, uh, like, an, uh, uh, a guy beneath him. He needs an equal part or, or, or someone maybe slightly better than him. Uh, so I, with the guys who are still remaining, it's kind of hard to see because I would have loved to see. I know we spoke on, on Draymond Green being here. I would have loved to see something like that. Uh even though he's getting older and, you know, he has an injury history, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe seeing a Paul George land here. I don't think the Clippers will give him up. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a, a, a Zach Levine uh, here in Atlanta. I'm hearing his name tied to the Philadelphia 76ers a lot, but I wouldn't be opposed to seeing someone like a, a, a Zach Levine here. I, I feel like we need another scorer. I think for some time we focused on defense. DeAndre Hunter was brought here for his defensive potential we've we've heard about uh, DeJounte Murray and him being brought here because of his basketball IQ but also because of what he adds to the floor defensively I think we need an offensive piece and I would love to see that as a shooting guard or a forward uh, but the exact name I can't think of right now outside of maybe Paul George spend the time on the wait for it talk I'm hotline with Terrell Thomas talking NBA uh free agency is here what the Hawks may do what they may end up doing we saw some action this week Great to have him with us uh, on this July 4th holiday weekend. And he is social. You can find him always at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. Pascal Siakam's a name that has come up. Yeah. Um, some interest. What do you think a player like he could do to uh, to fit for this team? What kind of fit you, you would think it would be with this Hawks team? Now, this is no disrespect to John Collins by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think he would be an upgrade at the forward position if he was someone that would be able to come because he can definitely create his own shot. Uh, I think he has a very high basketball IQ. I I felt that same way about J.C. I think J.C., and one of the reasons he excelled was because of his basketball IQ. But I think Siakam is slightly better defensively, and I definitely would give him the edge offensively. So that's a name right there, to be quite honest with you, Sam, that that would, you know, sound and look really good in a Hawks uniform, especially with the roster, how it's currently constructed. So I, I, I actually love that thought right there. Terrell, all right, let's talk about this Hawks team as far as comparing to some of the other teams that are in the East right now. And we've seen some movement. We saw Boston get rid of of Marcus Smart. We've seen um, Philadelphia not only get rid of their coach, but we don't know what's going to happen with James Harden. Other than Milwaukee – oh, and by the way, let's not sneeze on what happened down there in Miami too, them losing Vincent. So him going out to L.A. Mm -hmm. The overall landscape of the East right now, I felt like – Toward the end of this season, you had Milwaukee had all these big players and what was going on in Boston for as far as hurdles for the Hawks. I don't know that they're as great as they were when this season ended. In other words, it just seems like it's not going to be that difficult giving the current makeup of these teams, these power teams in the East, for the Hawks to overcome them. What are your thoughts? No, I would have to I would actually have to agree with you there. Now Milwaukee did bring back a lot of their key pieces. Of course, Giannis is still there. Although teams are kind of monitoring to see where his future, how his future lies, Chris Middleton, 
he did decide to go back to Milwaukee. Um, so hopefully if he can stay, you know, injury-free, we'll see the best of him. But the Miami Heat, they haven't really been able to make any moves, um, and they have lost two key pieces in Strauss and Vincent. <laughs> I really can't think of, you know, a, a team in the East that's been dominant. Kyle Kuzma, of course, going back to Washington and them having Jordan Poole. Could be interesting, but I certainly wouldn't call them the brass of the Eastern Conference. I'm waiting to see what the Cleveland Cavaliers do. Now, they've made a, a few moves, no, no real notable names, but I've, I've felt like for some time that they're a team uh, that's that's waiting in the wings, if that makes sense. As their as their players continue to grow and continue to mature in the NBA, I think Cleveland has a chance of possibly uh, being one of the more dominant teams in the Eastern Conference moving forward. But our Hawks have that; they have that same edge. You know, if they can just possibly strengthen our bench and find one player, and it, it, I don't think it, you know, it's rocket science. I don't think we have to go out and get a, a LeBron James necessarily, or go get a Giannis Antetokounmpo to really. Uh, reach the promised land in the Eastern Conference because, as you just mentioned, it seems like most of the power players are, are going out west once again. Uh, it, it seems James Harden wants to be out west. We're hearing some things about him possibly wanting to join the L.A. Clippers. Uh, he did opt into his deal, as you mentioned, but he's looking to be traded from Philadelphia. So I think the Eastern Conference will be wide open once again once this season begins, and it's, it's no reason that our Atlanta Hawks can't once again be in the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe find a way to finally represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Well, I like the way he's talking, folks. I don't know about you, but I like <laughs> I like, I like what I hear from, from Terrell this morning here with us. Terrell Thomas from these Urban Times talking Hawks basketball. Also feel like they still need to get that, that, that veteran voice, um, you know, just someone with some experience. Sayakam would be that because he's won a championship, and maybe that's someone that everyone would pay attention to. Maybe he can serve a role as that. But is there anyone else – of that ilk that you see that might be, you know, you know, once you get your players you need, they're really going to be your front line, somebody that can come in and, and, and got that kind of experience and can lend that kind of voice to the team? You know, of course, uh, we had our, our Christmas wish list, as you say, and I was, I was really interested to see if, if anyone was going to be able to lure, or not anyone, if our Atlanta Hawks were going to be able to lure Draymond Green away from the Warriors. Of course, that didn't happen. But the guys that are kind of remaining, and this may uh, surprise a few folks, I would say – you know, he's a Georgia native, not too far down the road. Maybe a Jay Crowder, someone who, you know, he, he's not looked upon as a bully, but another guy that's been a word of a day. Great basketball IQ, very accurate three-point shooter. Or I guess you could call him a 3-and-D type of a guy, but he's known to be pretty vocal in the locker room. I'm not quite sure how vocal Siakam will be from a talent perspective. I think he does a lot more letting his game speak on the court than actually being vocal in the locker room. Um, but he would he would certainly be a veteran a veteran presence. Um, but off the top of my head, I would have to say maybe a Jay Crowder. That would be someone that I would be interested in bringing here. Although I, I am hearing that he'll he'll return uh, to Milwaukee. So that that would that would that would have to be the name for me currently. I, I would have to say outside of us finding a way to get a, a Paul George here. You know, I was thinking of you this past week, and I wondered if because I can't remember if we've ever asked you this. We hear about um, the play of your son. But your daughter, does she play basketball? She she wants to get into it. She she no, she'll get out on the court and play with us or play with some of the guys. But she hasn't played organized basketball as of yet. And the reason I asked is because of of what's going on in WNBA and how much do you then watch the WNBA, if at all? Oh no, we we watch it a lot. Now when I when I have an opportunity, it's just it's kind of funny how my schedule works. We do get out to uh, Atlanta Dream games, and I'll cover the Dream. 
and she'll be glued to my hip a lot of times. They when when they do have Zoom conferences and such. She's a huge, huge college basketball fan, so um, she's been enjoying what's going on at LSU. So we watch a lot of female basketball. We watch a lot of college basketball and certainly a lot of the WNBA. Sam, it's amazing to me. Yep. He's, he's bringing up, he's bringing up uh, LSU. We know that the changing face of college ba- women's college basketball right now is no longer circling around Geno. Oh, no. And and you know, but and I love the rivalry that's going on. Dawn don't care. Dawn Staley in South Carolina. <laughs> they, she don't care what comes out of her mouth. And it seems like everything that comes out of her mouth somehow gets parroted back to Gino, and he has some nasty, terse kind of response. And that's the rivalry we miss. And the funny thing about it is, the last time there was a rivalry in 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 college sports and women's side was him and Pat Summit. Mm-hmm. And now, she, God rest her soul, she's gone, and. Now it's still him, and it's Don Staley. And the other connection is the two women that he was beefing with were the two women who, across the board, were respected enough to where their names came up in conversations when you talked about the first woman coaching in the NBA. Oh, yeah. I would think so. Again, that all yeah, sort of swirled of, yeah. in my mind this past week and how Gino's put himself in the middle of it. And ain't nobody talking about it. Now, he's been asked to do it before, but it's just been interesting. And that's what is propelling, continuing to propel this this particular sport, and I've always said this, Sam, whether it's basketball, whether it's any professional sport, even on the college level, the peop- the thing that brings people to the TV, to wherever it's being broadcast, is that yin and yang. The white hat and there's the black hat. Somebody's, you know, pushing people's buttons in a way. It's like, oh, we want to see them lose, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, your thoughts on what you've been seeing so far. Any any WNBA thoughts? Because we, we got you kind of cornered with the uh, the regular NBA well, I, I, I must tip my hat to the Atlanta Dream. They've had five straight sellouts. It's great to see what they're building down in College Park. Uh, I'm a big Jewel Lloyd fan. I, 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 so we, we do a lot of watching Seattle Storm games when we have a, when we have an opportunity to. Um, I also like what's going on in New York with the New York Liberty and and how Sabrina and, and, and Miss Stewie are, are, yeah. are forming out there. Yeah, they are. So, again, like I, I, I really – I enjoy sports overall, as, as you gentlemen know, but we, we really have – uh, the WNBA in the Atlanta Dream are one of the first, ironically, one of the first professional franchises to even grant me media passes and help, you know, kind of propel what I wanted to do in the world of sports. So I have a deep love for the, the WNBA and a deep love for our dream. I'm hoping that someday they can get us a parade here. I, I, I like what they're building. I give a lot of love to, to Renee Montgomery and how she's, again, like she's transforming not only the team and, and what they're producing on the court, but also the, the off-court experience and how the dream is staying active in the community uh, and just uh, how the game is being played and bringing, kind of taking the Hawks' blueprint and having some some local Atlanta talent, Roscoe Dash and such, perform at halftime. Uh, so I, I really love what the WNBA is doing. I love how they reach out to their fans and how they keep basketball in our minds during the summertime. And I, I'm still hoping and praying that somehow, some way, Philadelphia gets a team and, uh, and and that the game continues. Why is that to not happen? Yeah. Why is that not happen? You know, I I don't know. I, I I haven't been able to really put my foot on that. Uh, especially, you know, as you you mentioned Dawn Staley so many times. We have so right. many great female ballers uh, that come from Philadelphia, and in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time. And Dawn Staley uh, is a Philadelphia native. She's been pushing for it for a long time for it to happen. Uh, but I I don't know why it hasn't happened. I do feel blessed again. You know, we have it in our backyard, so. My kids get to see it, and a lot of kids here get to see it. But I, I would love to see that. I would love to see it just transform into other markets. I still think there are a few markets 
I know it, it was once in Houston with the comments. I would love to see it maybe in Houston again. I would love to find a way. Shoot, uh, we, we see just how impactful the Seattle Storm has been carrying basketball in Seattle. So I, I, I would love to see it, the game continue to grow, but I've been very pleased with what I've seen so far this season. This is, this is great, Sam. Now think about what we just got here. Yep. First of all, yep. I will say, I won't speak for you, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. You've got somebody to watch and teach sports too. You know, that's the one thing he's got with his, with his kids right. coming up, man. Yeah, he man. gets to share that. And, of course, he's got this added bonus of being able to bring them to games as somebody who's working the games. Yeah. So we're a little jealous with that. You're, we hear it in your voice how much you're enjoying watching these games with your kids. So we don't have that, so we're a little jealous. But the other thing is, let's make it official, Sam. We normally say adieu to Terrell because the NBA season is over with. This man just gave us his resume, and he's been hired as our WNBA yeah, voice. Keep us and we're going we're gonna to keep reaching out to him. So Atlanta Dream, you got a correspondent with us. You got somebody who's going to come on this show somewhat regularly and talk about what's going on, not just with the league, but more importantly, our local team. What do you what do you say to that? Oh, I would love that. I, and any any opportunity I get to kind of big up the WNBA and, and help keep them in the minds of basketball lovers, I absolutely love that. So I, I would love to take that role on and continue in, in any way possible to help the dream grow and help the WNBA grow. See, yeah, now that's yeah, great. Yeah. And I was asking you, by the way, I wasn't asking Terrell. So. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's great. Are you cool and, with that? I think, the time, I think the time is great coming <laughs> coming off the women's final exactly. four. Exactly. That's what you I'm know, saying. We're seeing now we go through this next college season and the Olympics of next year, which, you know, yeah. Team USA always See? gets that gold medal. So, I mean, to me, it's a wonderful time for women's basketball. We basketball get a chance to keep year. this voice relevant on the show. We get to keep hearing his intro song. And so I just figure he, he just – Presented a new opportunity for the show, and and I'm jumping on it. How about you? You good with that, Sam? Absolutely. All right. We're, we're, uh, so he goes. So Tuesday he's going to be down in New Orleans. Oh. He won't. He won't be here to see. No, no. Him. But he's going to. He's going to give us a call though. Yeah. From, he from said down there. from okay. from where he's at on Tuesday okay. morning. So Fourth of July, man. All right. You gonna make an appearance, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'll, I'll be somewhere else in America on the fourth. I know I was telling but you, 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 can't, uh, you. But can't I'm s- certainly, certainly going to make a make a call and be available. But okay. You, you got to send us over some some beignets to go with our Starbucks. If we're going to be down in New Orleans, send us I won't be in New Orleans Tuesday. I'll be somewhere else in the, in the oh, world on Tuesday. Okay. No, don't tell. They don't know where you're going. Yeah, yeah, they don't know where you're going. Where in the world is hey, Carmen San Diego hey, or something hey. like that? No, so we'll, we'll we'll find out on Tuesday. All right, Terrell is always. Thanks, Thank Terrell. you, buddy. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great, great weekend. Look forward to talking with you again soon. There you go. Terrell Thomas, D's Urban Times, a friend of the show. How many people we got with walk-on music now? D-Lid. Yep. We got Terrell. Yep. We got Russell Baxter. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Adam Alexander. Adam Alexander. That's four. And then Karen will come one. That's five. That'd be five. That'd be good. So, yeah. We're building up there. How about that? All right. Eh, Having said that, uh, there was a strike averted at midnight last night. We will talk about that next and where you guys can find some of the money just flying through the air. A little bit of a casting call coming up before we hit the 9 o'clock hour and talk more racing with Dustin Long and what's going on with these Braves. And what's going on is we got the best team in baseball right now. I don't care what they say down there in Tampa Bay. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, July 1st. Happy, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. We've been having fun with that all morning yeah. long here. And we just discovered uh, a new segment. Well, I didn't discover it, but we've just implemented a new segment. We, we talk about it from time to time, but we are now going, we've just decided that thanks to Terrell Thomas and his his want to educate his daughter not only uh, about the sport of basketball, but also what's going on with the women who play the sport and, and taking advantage of the Atlanta Dream and his, his being connected with them. We're going to get updates from Terrell now. About the Atlanta Dream on a, on a more regular basis, yeah. Because he's got some. He's he's down there, boots on the ground. And then you met um, somebody from the team, and they're they're willing to come out here. The point is that there has been a void when we talk Atlanta Dream. Yeah. And they're here, and we might as well talk about them. So that's what we're going to do. We just discovered that this last segment. Um, by the way, yes, it's official. Ryan Seacrest gets every job in show business <laughs> once, once it opens up. How, did you did you have any thoughts when you heard that he's taking over? Yeah, I wasn't, of surpri- wasn't surprised at all. Not 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 not, not surprised at all. I know. will I will watch it with the same regularity that I have been watching it. Okay, which is next to nothing. <laughs> I know it's there. I'll stop every once in a while to see if I can figure out the puzzle. Then I'm moving on. Yeah. Um. Let me make. Sure. Reminded of something this week though. I forgot What's that that Vanna before oh, she before man. she got that was a contestant on The Price Is Right. Really. And then you can look it up. There's video clips of her on the prices right before she became um the 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 letter the letter lady. <laughs> the letter lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. no, I didn't know I, that. I, somebody made me aware that this way says, Wow, she really was. You know, Bob Barker, come on down, Van White, come on down. And 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 and, and, and Barker had Barker remarked that, that someone behind the stage at at, at, at scene says, Yeah, come on down. <laughs> Okay. So, well, that uh, happens from time. It's, well, it's like Pamela Anderson, how okay. she was discovered. Okay. She was put on the widescreen at, a, at a, I think it was a, a Seahawks game. Wow. Dancing around in the stands, looking like she looked, and somebody got in touch with her. She became a model after that, and then the rest is history. Yeah. But she was she was shown on the widescreen. Yeah. And it went from there. Didn't follow all her movements, but you yeah. Know. But but it depends. Hey, it's the thing that gets you noticed. At so. some point, she she yeah. They she was introduced to Hugh Hefner, and some you know, and a whole other path was taken. Um, there has been some interesting movement going on in, in, in show business. And you know about the writer's strike. You know about the director's strike. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. They never really had theirs. They were about to go out on strike, and then they got their settled, which then brought a few more jobs on the casting call for opportunities in front of the camera because there have been some shows that have been written. Scripts are sitting over here in the vault ready for a director to be a part of this project so they can shoot it. But the writers have been on strike since May 2nd. And there seems to be no light at the end of this tunnel. There may be, but it's not being broadcast. You haven't heard any good news. And then I find out that one of my friends, who I see regularly, who's the president of the union, SAG Union, has been mm-hmm. out in Los Angeles, and he is part of that group of people who are voting on the present contract so SAG, Screen Actors Guild, doesn't go out on strike, which means the writers and the actors are ready to shut things down because of promises that were given to them prior to and during the pandemic wow. to get back to work. Okay, this, These these contract disputes were supposed to be settled back then, and they weren't. And so now they're being, you know, they're being handled. And to get into the particulars of it, it doesn't really matter. All you need to know is there's two things at play here. Well, two big things in play. One is the money, 
compensation that they haven't been getting. They're making less money now than they were a while ago, which is hedge-scratching. And what is to become of them and everybody once AI continues to grow and be used in ways that nobody can see? Max has been talking about it. Everybody's known about it. I get this picture showing here that somebody sent me. This is what Michael Jackson would look like if he were still alive and never had one surgery. And boom, it's crazy, right? It looks – if you haven't seen that picture, it's, it, it, it makes you – gives you reason to pause as to what could happen. So they have pushed the strike from what was supposed to be midnight, meaning SAG, was supposed to be midnight last night going into July 1st, and they've moved it to July 12th. So SAG is going to continue to negotiate. Hopefully they'll get something done by July 12th. Meantime, whatever shows up as far as in front of the camera and opportunities as far as an extra you will see on the casting call, Greg.ClarksonOdyssey.com if you've got any questions about this stuff. But you can see the list up on uh, Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. And really, Destination Casting has got a project. And again, they're kind of like winding down the clock on a couple projects that were already written a while ago. But the latest casting call is up. I'm going to try and give you one for next week. But regardless of the strike or not, it's a slow week because of the holiday, which is going to be on Tuesday. So a lot of things would have shut down anyway this week. But um, let me go back here just to give you some sort of idea what was going on. This particular week, um, oh, wait a minute here. We got a little issue. Something didn't, didn't register. We got to check that out as far as our sites here. Um, reaching out to the Chinese community and everything kind of connected with a strip club. Yeah, well, that was the last one. Okay. okay? So, yeah. you know, all the jobs other than dancers. Okay. They're still there. There'll be another one tomorrow, but we started this last week, and I just want to let you know about these jobs. But I've said for a while, if you scroll down past the jobs in front of the camera, if you scroll down the connections with the voiceover connections that I give you and the link to the Georgia Department of Labor, you're going to see the list of casting directors. Just go to their social media pages. If you're interested in this stuff right now, find out what they're doing. A lot of music videos being shot. There's some stuff in the surrounding areas. There was something in your hometown, Birmingham, that was being done. Nashville, they're shooting things up there. Chattanooga, music videos. So there is work being done just this state right now. And there could be some other stuff, but I think in solidarity, some of the projects, some of the people who just, they're just not going to work. In solidarity, the writers and, and the possible sacks right there. So, Wow. <sighs> It, may you live in interesting times. This is going on, and but there are, again, things being done. So I will keep you up on this as best as possible, but really, this does affect the entire state. The entire state, I mean, think about that. The entire 159 counties in the state of Georgia are affected when this industry shuts down. And the billions of dollars that have been coming in for the last decade or so way. Now, will it be made up? Probably. But there's a whole lot of people making business decisions, and I've been saying this for the last few weeks, too. If you have a skill set that lends itself to being on a crew, you might want to go and check out where I walk you through, starting at Georgia.org, to find the jobs on crews, behind-the-camera jobs. People are making, like I said, business decisions. they got to feed their family, and they can't sit this strike out. So they're going to maybe go somewhere else. So anyway, um, that is what's going on. There was something I was going to... Oh, Max! Uh-oh. Please come on here, because hey. he asked me to do this, and I need to give you an update. 
Okay. Because I am not dismissing the wants of our producers. Dude, I'm in season five. Peaky Blinders. I'm praying that you love it. I love it. I don't. I don't dislike it, and I don't love it. I'm somewhere in between, only because I'm not. It's there's a you know the movie Fargo. Then they had the TV show, which came out. I forgot one of the channels, and every season was a little different. Yeah. This is what I'm finding with Pinky Blinders. I am still the uh, what's it? The Shelby family yeah. has got yep, me interested. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm having a hard time, or I was. This last season, figuring out who was the good and bad Shelby, you right, know, right. and then you got the son-in-law because you got um, the the she's not the sister. Who's who's it? Poppy or Penny? What's the what's the, the the one woman's name? Who's like not their sister, but she's the one who raised them. Oh, the aunt. Yeah, the aunt. Yeah, her son, who she discovered, and his his whole escapades there. Anyway, I'm just telling you, I have enjoyed it, and I'm I'm still. Getting through You're it making here. Making me smile over here, Greg. You're making me smile. I'm See? glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm, and I also, by the way, there's so many different platforms, and you know, trying to budget, but I do have access to Max. By the way, not HBO. It's it's Max. So how could you not get it? My name is Max. So I got it, and they have Sopranos. So I've been doing. Well, that. I've been asked to ask you how far you are into the Sopranos. Yeah, it'd be disappointing if I told you. So that's why, like, <laughs> I'm like, let me catch up. So <laughs> I, I'm watching it. I'm watching it, and I'm gonna make sure. Well, are you that... in the first season still? Yes, the... yes, okay. first season. Um, but I could tell it's a great show. So I, I definitely like it. So I'm just now. It's just about finding time and staying consistent. So it should be okay. hard though. Okay. Um. All right. Well, that you know. And he's passed. Correct. Sorry. He passed away a long time ago. Correct. James Gandolfini. Yeah. 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 He's gone. Right. He's gone. Did you ever watch The Godfather? Yes. Okay. Godfather 2. It's been a long time. The reason I say that, Uncle Junior was in Godfather 2. Really? Yeah. He was... <laughs> you like the mob movies, huh? Well, I just... It's a. It's also a really good movie. Right. Of right? course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't like all mob movies. <laughs> um, but he was... He was... Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, who was kind of like the Meyer Lansky character in Godfather 2. Oh, jeez. Anyway, he was his right hand guy um, in that movie. So, and there was something else I was going to tell you on this day we lost Marlon Brando. Oh, Today man. was the day we lost Marlon Whoa. Brando. Yeah, man. On this on this July first, and happy. Let me just do this now. Here's one for you. Happy 62nd birthday to a four time Olympian, a pretty fast Olympian. 62 years old today. Carl Lewis. Oh, wow. Carl Ooh. Lewis shared his birthday with another famous person. No longer with us. Carl Lewis and Lady Diana. Spencer, mm. born on the same day. She would have been 62 years old today. So there you go. Happy 52nd birthday to Missy Elliott. Yeah. We'll throw that out there. So there you go. So we got some other insignificant stuff that happened on this day. But, again, this is July 1st. It is Bobby Bonilla Day. It's a Saturday. Sam and Greg, we're going to be with you today, and we're going to be with you tomorrow, 6 until 10. And we'll be back, oh, excuse me, 6 until 9 tomorrow. Got a little special yeah. Sunday going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we will be with you on 4th of July. Tuesday, right downstairs in front of the Starbucks here at Colony Square. And I'm going to tell you a little certain special way how you can – let us know that you were down there. We'll give you a little shout-out on the air. So we'll leave a little bucket there. Just put your name in there and where you're from. Anyway, moving into the 9 o'clock hour. You ready to talk some Braves? And Let's what do these it. guys been doing Let's next? Do Sam it. and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 